Welcome back, episode 103 of the Ranting Rangers podcast in partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and I'm alongside my co-host, Brett. And the Rangers have won four in a row on the road. Incredible winning streak, especially for certain teams that in the past they have not had a good record against. First Vancouver may not have been the prettiest win, but they found a way to win, and that's the big thing. Even if you don't have your eight game on, you got to find a way to win. We're going to be breaking down all that and more, but just want to let you all know to go to InsideTheRink.com slash ESPN, subscribe to ESPN Plus to watch games and more, and yeah, let's get to it. And we are back. Brett, how's it going? You don't want to try it a third time? You sure? Really? Second time's good. Real? Oh, no, so now this is the live one. Uh, yeah, I, um, I'm great. Uh, I'm the most sore person on the planet right now. I played hockey Friday for the first time in, in, in a few years, uh, and I'm, I'm feeling it. Um, although there was one incident on the ice I wanted to share just because I wanted to get it off my chest. I kind of told you about it in text earlier, but uh, the listeners haven't heard. So I, I play defense when I play. Um, a thing to note, it's only relevant for this story, is that I, I'm, I'm, I'm a large male, like 6'3", 230 pounds. So I'm, I'm big on the ice. And that, that plays into the story. I'm not trying to brag. I actually wish I was smaller. I don't like being my size, actually. Anyway, so uh, I'm playing. I'm fumbling Player around. Player comparable, by the way? Player comparable? Uh, Jack well, Johnson. The, yeah, I said you're the Jack, right. Jack, Jack Johnson. I was going to go with Lieber Hayek. But that, that <laughs> no, 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 no. I could body Lieber Hayek. I'm way bigger than Oh, him. okay. So, so Jack yeah. Johnson. Okay. Jack Johnson, I think, is a really good analog. Okay, right? okay. I'm not fast. I don't really have a lot of offensive skill. You know, I can shoot the puck hard. I, I got a good, I got a good slap shot. And and I'm not necessarily bad defensively. Like I, my size is my biggest asset, I would say. Which which that sounds like a Jack Johnson, doesn't it? Like he's not horrible. He's not even is he that big? I'm pretty sure he's not that big either. I thought he I thought he was around my size, wasn't he? Now I gotta look this up. I don't think uh, so. So any, anyway, what was your uh, what happened, Brett? Well, but now, oh yeah, I actually I am bigger than him. Damn. Okay. You know, it's always hard to tell skates and stuff, but yeah, all right. I, I, so I don't know who the analog is. Anyway, it's relevant to the story. So I'm playing, kind of fumbling around. You know, if you if you play hockey and you know you haven't played for a while, especially a couple of years, you know your your touch with the puck is just way off. You know, it's just it's really difficult. So I was kind of fumbling around, just trying to play sound defense and not let my new team down. Anyway, uh, there's a play down in our zone. Uh, guy shoots a puck on net. Um, goalie swallows up the rebound, and she freezes it um, with her mitt. Goalie blows a whistle. And then this guy took another swipe at the glove. Well, that's just an absolute no-no. I mean, we all know this. You can't do that. Um, I really don't like, especially in beer league, my goalie getting wax on the hand. It's like... It's not necessary for you to get some cheese ball goal and the whistle already blew. Stop it. No, you know? this is not. It's, I, I'm not even saying this is right in the NHL. It's just like, it's not even. It was, in the NHL, that is guaranteed scrum hour. Oh, yeah. No, you're you're dead. You don't touch the goalie. No, absolutely not. Like, if the, if the puck's still loose and you're whacking away at it, that's one thing. But, like, the puck's frozen under the glove, the whistle's blown, and I see another, another whack comes in. So that's what happened. So I immediately grabbed the guy and I'm about to chuck him into the, like he was at the side of the net or they, I'm sorry, they were at the side of the net. And I was about to like basically chuck him into the boards, which is basically my go-to move for clearing somebody out that's doing something wrong. It's just, I'm just going to shove you and throw you away be like, we're not doing, I'm not, I'm not going to get into some fist fight or some cross checking thing. Right, just I'm just out of the way, stop them from actually slashing your goalie. And that's it. Basically. I'm, and if you happen to fall, you know, yeah, that's, that's your own fault. Maybe you should have better balance. So yeah, that's, that's my kind of go-to move as a defenseman. Uh, well, I get a hold of this person. It's at that exact moment that I'm about to kind of chuck them that I realize that this person is maybe five foot tall and is definitely a woman. And so instead of throwing her, I just kind of like hold her for a second. And I say, no, you don't get to hack at the goalie like that. And I thought considering like this, like she literally did, even with her helmet on, like did even come up to my neck. That's how short she was to me. She turns around and is like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do. I mean, like she said this with like the tone and confidence of, of like a man that's been to prison multiple times and isn't scared of anything. Like they've, they've seen it all. Like the confidence was through the roof. And I was like, no, you don't. 
And then I can't believe what she did. She punched me in the stomach. Now, it wasn't like a huge body blow, like, but it was a, it was a jab. And as anyone that plays hockey knows, you don't really have a lot of padding right there in the gut. It's like a weak spot on the front. And so like, I'm not saying it killed, but it definitely hurt a little bit. If you ever gotten hit in the stomach, it doesn't take that much force for it to just kind of like, ugh, it gives you a little pins and needles, you know? And I was like, don't hit me in the stomach. What are you doing? And that's, I was so close at that moment. I was like, if I actually retaliate now, not only will I get mauled by four guys on the ice, not only will I get thrown out of the game, possibly the league, like, but I don't actually want to hurt somebody just because they're mouthy and don't know how to play hockey. Um, but that was, so that was my first game back, uh, which actually shows welcome a lot. Back. Yeah. Welcome back. Which shows a lot of restraint because my men's league career is littered with a lot <laughs> of game misconducts because, and it's not that I'm a dirty player. It's that I'm a get even kind of person. Like my dad always told me he, I took the worst penalties he'd ever seen anyone take in his entire hockey career. And he played up into, uh, up into junior a, um, back in the day. So like he played a lot of hockey. He's like, you just stop playing the game until you got even. I was like, well, yeah, someone has, if the ref's not going to officiate, someone else has to do it. Uh, but apparently in my advancing years, I've matured a little bit. So I, I held back for, for a second. I mean, for me, I'm a goalie. If someone touches me, like half my team's on them, by the time I leave, I even notice they actually hit me. I would never, <laughs> so, I, 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 would, I would never let anybody touch you, Berkey. I, I don't, I don't usually, <laughs> like it's only like uh, snow washes or like wax one minute. We, I had like, I had one last week, right? Like, and it, it was like, you, it was understandable. It was not, it wasn't loose, but it's fair from his angle. He thought it was loose and he was like apologizing after like, okay, like it's fine, whatever. But like, there was one time against the team. It was so clear. They were just without hesitation, whacking. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's just like, it's a, here's the thing though. If you're in the goalie's crease and the goalie, you know, knocks you down or like pushes you away, what is the ref going to do? Call a goalie interference? Uh, call an interference on the goalie? No, no. it's goalie's crease. So I just yeah. kept on. I, I didn't trip them, but I used my goalie. So I kept on um, poking the back of their skate. Oh, so it was kept on happening. So I kept on trying to follow them. I'm like, then get the hell out of my crease. What are you doing? I'd be going to the back of the knee. I mean, if if I was playing goalie, I'm not going to go full Mike Mike Smith between the legs. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think or or I think if that would happen, you should turn into Jordan Biddington. That's what you should do. Oh God, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, don't, go, don't don't bring him into this. Absolutely, that's that's what you should do. I like when a goalie defends himself. I, 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 I hate Jordan Like this is but... the end of Binghamton at Binghamton. Oh my gosh. Jordan Binghamton and like everyone's just celebrating on Twitter, just excited the downfall. Like it was like he had one good run and then. Yeah, he was never really that good, but you he, know, he the... did have one good run. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he did. Yeah, he, he had one jerk, good run, but he had one good run. Uh, yeah, but he was. But that was it. That's what I mean. There's a lot of goalies throughout the years that have done that, like put up one amazing season and then just never come close to replicating it again. You know, like Igor Shesterkin. Um, wow. I'm joking. I'm joking, everybody. I love Igor. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so, so as a player of the game, can you explain to me what is a kick? No, no one can. No one can. We all know this. And frankly, what I think they should do is – they should just either let all of them or let none of them go count. That that that's the simplest so way. What I saw is is that maybe have the rule where as long as the skate does not leave the ice at any part of the motion. No, I, I it's it's still there's still the NHL and the reviews will still fuck that up. Okay, they, they here's are... the thing. It's not that it's not like goalie interference. It's it's not a complicated thing to write down. Like there there is a there is wording here where you could worded out in the no, rule but, book but, but and the, we can understand it but the nhl the wording of the rule book doesn't actually matter i mean it really they don't doesn't know what goal interference is either well they don't know goal interference there's a lot of things like that like for example like you know the high sticking whether it's two minute minor or double minor yeah like and, and the the rule that everyone thinks of is if it draws blood then it's four minutes and if it doesn't it's not that's not the rule it's just for a severity of infraction. And there's worse high sticks that don't draw blood that never get the four minutes because that's become the de facto rule. So like whatever it says in the rule book is like a nice little guide, but it, all that matters is how they review it because a distinct kicking motion, no one kicks, not just backwards, 
but then backwards at a carving at angle that point, at that too. point at that point if he did mean it it's just too skillful to you you can't wave that off regardless then well tr also true but yeah so i i personally what i think is that there should just be zero at, at, for the NHL and how bad they are reviewing, there should for any of these rules, there should just be zero ambiguity at all. So either you say you can kick the puck in, which is fine with me, because it's not easy to do. If you, again, if you've ever played hockey and you try to kick a puck, it's not easy. I, I think you also can't do it either, because then you get to get a lot of skates up in the air. Well, no, like because in your scrums, you got to every you're gonna see people kicking it and with a blade and you're kicking it. That doesn't sound like if you're I meaning it's different where you're doing a full motion kick and you're like sliding it against the ice also like remember like versus, versus calgary it was a clear kick and then it was no and then it was a goal but if you're kicking a puck your skate isn't really coming off the ice more than like a few inches anyway it's not like you're drop kicking it it's not only that it's that you're more bound for someone to just okay so if you're fine if, if you're if you're going at it from a player safety aspect then fine i'm not just going at it from then, i'm then, just bringing in that perspective also yeah, yeah, yeah fine then if you want to go that way then no kicks deflections are allowed automatically like if, no. if, you, if you're standing still and you redirect it off your skate that should be fair game it should be but the rule says distinct kicking motion and they still cannot get this right so is there I, wording that shows explains what a distinct kicking motion is? No, because that should be like any reasonable person, like the law. See, 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 that's the, that that right there is your but that's, mistake. Any but, reasonable person, the, uh, the right entire the entirety of Western law is based off of that concept, though, of reasonable person. Okay, that it literally. So many laws are based off of that standard. Well, like, there what, you go. That's what, that's your problem. What what would a reasonable person do? Yeah. So anyway, I, I just wish it would go one way or the other. But um, you know, everyone already uh, has has gone ham on that one, and rightfully so. And you know, and frankly, we got away with one last night. So um, so w was that a trip? Why isn't Kreider um, entitled to that ice like Pedersen? Because Pedersen was also sticking his skate out a little bit. Like if Kreider was sticking out his skate, right, and Pedersen was skate was skating like normally, that makes sense because you're not supposed to extend your skate out like that. But if their sk uh, skates both collide within the same ice, which is a fair understanding of why each player is there, why is it a uh, why is it a trip on Kreider then? Uh, because he's the one without the puck. I think so. He is. He he has more of the obligation to. So, so by that logic, I could just skate in the zone, and I'll just you know. I have my skate a little to the right and trip over one of the defensemen. You know, there is a lot of times where I'm like, man, we need, you know, a team needs a power play. I'm like, it's not that hard to like, <laughs> no, to set somebody up to take a penalty. They, they were giving out power plays like Halloween candy last night. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you're right. Uh, you know, on the initial view and then the the, the replays that MSG showed, um, I was like, I'm not sure his own guy didn't trip him. And then somebody posted a different angle. And I was like, oh, yeah, he definitely tripped him. <laughs> that 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 happened. Uh, like, I'm not arguing he tripped him. I'm arguing why Kreider couldn't be the two. Like, it's not like he's extending. It's like, oh, whoops, I'm tripping. Like, he's not, like, totally extending it. Yeah, and, and I think in general, like, if there is a true 50-50 sort of thing like that, then it's not tripping. But, I mean, to me, in my eye, when I saw the other angle, I was like, oh, yeah, that's 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 definitely a trip. He should have got called on that. But you know what? Uh, I'm with everyone else on this one where we 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 get so many goals called back and we get yeah, so many it's penalties. It's, it's, it's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, and, you know, speaking of that game against the Canucks anyway, um, you know, I, I talked about this on Twitter a little bit, and then and then Valley talked about it in the post game. If people watch that, I was very happy to hear him say that. Which was, um, you a lot of people were saying that like, oh, it wasn't a very good game for the Rangers, and yeah, there were mistakes and things we could have done better, um, but our effort was there the entire time, um, which is the biggest thing I always want to see. And frankly, I didn't think we played a bad game. This is our um, longest road trip of the year, and people are shocked that. They're, they're not looking as energized. Like, they're not robots. I'm not saying they sh they're not, like, of course, they're, like, the most in-conditioned, you know, people out there. But still, they're still human. It's got to happen. Yeah, although, I, I honestly, I, I didn't, you know, other than, like, the very beginning of the game, they started off looking a little slow. But for the majority of the game, I didn't think, I didn't think that they 
it was a bad effort or that they really it wasn't looked... really just the skating. It was just like there were some passes and stuff. They like they looked so out of it. Like you saw a pass and one of the players tried to accept it, and then it just like just didn't even process that it was on their puck uh, on their stick to like two seconds after. Yeah, there yeah, there's definitely some of that, which is why I wouldn't say like oh, it was obviously it wasn't their best game. But the the point that I wanted to make was that um, a lot of that kind of sloppiness is at the direct result of how the Canucks play. And I've watched the Canucks are my second favorite team. I, I watched them the most after the Rangers. Um, they're a good team now. Not Buffalo? They're, huh? Not Buffalo? No. I like Buffalo too, but no. I also – I thought that was your second favorite team. No. Vancouver has been for like my, uh, my, my entire life. My, my cousin uh, played for the Canucks, man. No, no. That I know, but I'm Yeah, yeah. So – so I, I thought Buffalo though was, you know, okay, okay, I, I'd say Buffalo is probably a solid three right now. Um, but yeah, remember, I'm not from Buffalo. I live in Buffalo now, but I've, I've been here for a little over four Cincinnati, years. Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Well, that's where I grew up mostly, but Canada originally, but yeah. Right. Yes. Cincinnati mostly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, I watched Canucks play a lot. They are a good team. And ever since Tocket took over, he has done a great job with that team. Um, they are playing hard. They play tenacious. They do not give you a lot of time or a lot of space. And when a team is aggressive like that, and it's kind of how we play now a lot of times too, uh, when a team is aggressive like that, it's just so hard to get things going. And it's so much easier to, when you, when you just get rushed that extra half second, you don't have that extra half second to line up that pass perfectly to go tape to tape. So you might put it just a foot behind him, which causes that guy to handcuff it, which means that he can't smoothly transition to his next step. There's a lot of things like that. So when, when you're getting pressured like that, when you have uh, you know an aggressive forecheck against you, um, it's very difficult to be quite as on point. So Valley said it, and I was like, "Thank you, Amen, Valley." That uh, you know, they, you have to give uh, a lot of credit. And I, I saw people on Twitter. I think a lot of people were a little bit too down on the Rangers and not giving the Canucks enough credit for why that game turned the out. Rangers aren't going to have did. a perfect game every night. It's just not no. going to happen. The no, whole point is, not. when you don't have your A game, you find a way to win, and that's what yeah. they did. That's it. Yep, yep. The special teams came up big, um, and. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's a it was a really good game. I oh, think speaking for us. of goalies, how about Jonathan Quick? It's almost <laughs> like we shouldn't have doubted Benoit Lair, huh? So one one good start, and this is oh, this I'm is. Ju- I'm just I'm just saying. Boy, I'm so just saying. so I'm so, not I'm not gonna deny so you yeah. looked bad for Seattle. So you did look pretty bad for Seattle. I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna lie about that. I, I'm, I'm like, just messing with you. It's just hilarious that like Quick gets a shutout before Shesterkin. With all, it, it just seemed comical. Yeah, I know. What was it? A 17 save shutout, too, I think. Something like that. Was it? Yeah, it was, it was well, a low. I know it was like less than 20, goal, uh, 20 shots on goal. Yeah, it was, it was a low event game. Not that he didn't make a couple nice saves, but he also, like, you know, he didn't make any save like Igor did in overtime yesterday. No, that's he, he, didn't, sure. though, he didn't look out of position like Seattle game, though. He he did have a few bad rebounds. Yeah. Um, the Bad rebound control, but the the out of position was a bit bad, was definitely better. Than games prior, for sure, for sure, and and hopefully I can. I, I explained and know that like with Ben Waller, like the positioning of how he wants his goalies to play, and it, it seems to have a very good effect on Cook. Yeah, and and my God, I I hope that we don't have to go for another backup goalie this no, year, no, no, and, no, and, no. and and that and that and that Quick is able to to hold it out. I really am. I'm honestly shocked that at this point of the season, you know, the two veteran signings that we made that. The one that I'm screaming to get off the team is not Jonathan Quick, but Blake Wheeler. Because well, we got to fix the fourth line first. No, we don't. Uh, I mean, the fourth line hasn't been playing well. They haven't been playing bad, but then last um, uh, game versus Vancouver, actually, Rob Luger mentioned, yeah, that, or he, he tweeted that um, they had a one shot attempt and gave up four, uh, not four. They gave up six scoring chances against minus three of which were high, three of which were high danger. Uh, chances i mean i'm not asking the fourth line to be your all-stars i'm not asking them to be even close to any of the lines but like you can't as long as they're not a negative that's a positive for me for a fourth line um each one of them probably should have like one is good at killing penalties one is good at face-offs one is good at blocking shots just as long as they're not terrible defensively i think it's a win but it just seems that 
I don't know, would you try Pitlick? Like, why not? Like, I'd say, why not try Brodzinski? But then that means you have to bring him down to waivers again. And I don't think he makes it through waivers again. Really? You think the league is just waiting on bated breath to claim Johnny Brodzinski? We, we, saw, we saw someone pick up Kevin Rooney. Yeah, it's true. We, we, we've seen we've seen people pick up war. So yeah, yeah. I, I just I guess I wouldn't be all that. No, it about just it. wouldn't be. He's done well in the AHL, as far as I can tell, as well. So you know, I get that. I mean, yeah. he looked good in the. I mean, I know it's just preseason, but he did he did look really good. And having a another fast player doesn't hurt you. Well, uh, I mean, honestly, I don't really know what the problem with that line is. I mean, they haven't really been like a consistent problem all year long. I, I mean, um, with if Goudreau didn't have that three point six million dollar contract, is he a that, scratch right now? Oh, I mean, that's I think he th- is. I don't think it's a th- question. Yeah, that's the thing is that we're paying that much money for a fourth line guy that isn't even that good at being a fourth line guy. I mean, Barkley Goodrow is is. I mean, him and Wheeler are fighting for who is the most. I gotta hate I, saying it like this, but who's I mean, the most? I, I at least see Wheeler once in a while. Like at least he shows something. It's just like you wish. Oh, no. he could have finished that, or he could have done this extra thing. No, but he doesn't do. He doesn't do. Here's the thing: is that, is that I, I think Blake Wheeler is. I'm not saying that he's playing worse than Barkley Goodrow is, but his role is more important than Barkley Goodrow's is. Oh, and I think, fine. and I think comparatively, they're both highly suspect right now. Um, for very different reasons, obviously. I mean, Barkley Goodrow just like this is why you don't pay fourth line guy three point six million dollars. Um, and you know, and then if he played absolutely like the best fourth line guy you've ever seen, then you know, I wouldn't care so much about it. But he's but he's not, and so that contract just looks worse every single game. I'm not really Which all game that. Which was it that Laviolette said that Wheeler had his best game? Oh I, yeah, I, I remember hearing that. I, I didn't know what he was talking about because. He's done nothing. The there was time. one game where he was a bit more noticeable. He hit a post, and then there was like another chance where he shot it wide. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, it yeah. was at least you know. Even, I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm gonna be upset if you hit the chest, but like, it was you and the goalie. I don't. I don't know what 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 you're. And it wasn't even close to the net. Uh, but he's a he's like he's a beast when it comes to like people trying to knock the puck off or trying to body him down. Like you you can, and if you do, he's like right back up. Yeah, but the problem is, is that he has no ability to stay with the speed of the game anymore. Um, oh yeah, no, that's clear. He's just a complete liability, and so it really handcuffs that but line. Is he like, is he? If they're not, if he's not costing them games, and he's not a total negative, like it's not that bad, right? Like it's not. I wouldn't no, say but, it's but, a but, negative. But, it, it, no, it, it it is a negative. It is a negative because it's there's there's an opportunity lost there. Um, the third line has, Could you doesn't be willing to bring up Hoffman yes, earlier. Right yes, now, right, right now. now, right now, absolutely, one hundred percent. Now I've never been more convinced of him because, first off, Wheeler is getting you absolutely nothing. He's too slow to join the play. He's too slow to actually be an effective playmaker anymore. He's never been like a lights out scorer anyway. He's not like an incredibly defensively well, that's responsible why, that's why person. I thought he was able to work because he's a playmaker. Yeah, but but he's not making plays. He's not. I, I know that. Well, so so he's he's just a passenger on that line, and so you have you have Will Cooley, uh, who's you know rookie and who looks How about good. The D Cooley made uh, was it the Calgary game? I'm not sure. Where he just deked out? What, what was it like? Past one or two defensemen? Yeah, I'm not sure which game that was. I don't know, and, and he got robbed of a goal, which is just straight up criminal. Yeah, that was absolutely criminal, but. You know, he would have had as many goals as uh, Bedard, by the way. So just just to let you know. Yeah. Um, Anyway, he's he's good. And I think he's going to play. He's going to keep playing well. Um, But, you know, he's a hard nosed guy. You have Trocek who can play well. Um, You know, he's really good at taking the puck into the zone with possession. You know, here's um, the thing. Why not try to bring with them someone who's not a terrible skater. He's not a fast skater, but he's also smart. He's not afraid to go in the dirty areas. And he has a, a bit underrated, like once in a while, he'll show some skill, not crazy skill. VC, why not try VC on that line? 
because uh, VC should be a fourth line guy, and you have a guy named Brendan Othman who's I'm jo- okay. who's okay. fast. Put, hold on, no, 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 no. Hold on. I want to. I want to. No, no. I want. I want to. I want to finish this point though. Is that you take Wheeler out, you put Othman in. Othman, if Othman was just like a flashy scorer guy, I would understand why he why you wouldn't slot in there. But he's a hard nosed guy, and he hits, and he's quick, and he's got a shot. And I think him, Cooley, and Trocheck would have an absolute identity and they would be a bigger threat to, to, to add some supplemental scoring, but I think they'd also be an absolute pain in the ass to play against too. So it's not like you're just subbing out, oh, subbing out a veteran. Three assists or, tonight, by the way. Or, yeah. Or I think I told you that. Yeah, which is great. It's fantastic. So I, I you know, I, I understand, you know, letting him cook, blah, blah, blah. But there's a spot for him right now, by, taken up by a guy who can't hang anymore and I don't see any reason why he shouldn't get a chance to, to, to come up now. I really don't. Wheeler is not getting it done. Now, I know for a fact that it'll probably be at least halfway through the season before they even entertain that notion. But I'm yeah, saying there's get... no, no, no thing of uh, burning the man games or anything. I mean, you'll see contract in slide like this officially counts as year one, regardless of if he plays or if he doesn't. Yeah. So all the more reason to let him in. Now, back to your point. Um, do we let have VC come in? Sure, but then what do you do? You have Blake Wheeler on the fourth line? You have Pitlick. And so what, then Wheeler's a scratch? Is that what you're yeah, suggesting? You're the one that wanted him off the roster. I don't understand why yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm not. I'm just asking if that's what you're suggesting. I'm just saying if you would try to switch up the third line, my go-to that's, still, that's on the roster right now would probably be VC. Uh, but I don't know. The fourth line is also not doing the best. Again, like, as long as your fourth line sound negative, but I'm I, just, I, I, I don't know. I'm, the, I'm just not that concerned about the fourth line. I don't think the third line, like, again, I agree. Wheeler looks like he's skating in quicksand, but I don't know. I, I, I'd i give it a few more weeks to see if maybe, maybe he could give a little something that's worth it to, that's not a pure negative that they could wait a few months and not oh, impact this team. Here's what's yes, gonna I ha- want to delay Offman's thing. You're correct. I, I, Here, I don't want to rush it. Here's what's going to happen, though, is that Wheeler's going to pick up, like, two assists, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, here he is. Oh, it's great. And, and then he's going to go back to being absolutely invisible out there because the dude can't hang anymore, and that's just it. That's not going to change. He's too sl- – it's like – It's like, what do he have? He's a, he's, he's a, he's a, points? He's a more talented uh, – Ryan Reeves, basically, who who doesn't hit hard. That that's that's who. He had forty points last year. No, is that what he had? I thought he had like forty points. So I'm like, now I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm not expecting like superstar level here, but like, yeah, he had thirty nine. No, actually, he had sorry, he had fifty five points. Well, how many of them were on in the power play? Uh, only fifteen. So you had 40 even strength yeah, points. Give it a few weeks. If you give it a few weeks and he's still this bad, then then you could probably convince me of Hoffman. But I, I just wouldn't risk uh, rushing him as of yet. Saying right now he has zero goals and zero assists. I'm just saying. Through eight games. I'm just, just saying. saying. I'm just saying. Okay, and you also just said how many points he had last. But it's year. it's not even it's not even about the points for me too. It's just like how he actually plays. No, no, no. I'm not gonna deny how he looks right now. I'm just saying it's not negatively impacted the team to the point where they're losing or that line looks horrendous. They don't. It's just there is more to be desired. I think just, you're right. Yeah, and and also I do think that. A third line that isn't a threat to score is a waste of a third line. No, it, it, I get it's frustrating because you see the potential there. And so, like, that's something not a lot of teams have, and you have the opportunity to have it. I get that. Yeah. It's just I'd still give it a few more weeks. We can get, um, get a new kid line going. It sounds great to me. Kid line 2.0? Yeah, be great. Wait, why would that be the kid line 2.0? I don't know because he had Cooley and Offman. I mean, I know Trocek Trocek's isn't a kid. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He's not a kid. Well, but you like, could call it what? Trocheck's, uh No, we're not doing naming a line thing again. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. He sent me so many texts trying to name that second line. It's impossible. 
Hey, the French toast line is perfect. It's it's it, it's not it's not terrible. I'll give it. It's not terrible. It's just like that line is just. It's not exactly like you could say. Oh, the kid line. You know, it's not exactly something. But the, but, but, the, but the kid line isn't exactly like that original. Like, no, it's a... not that original. Of course not. But it, this isn't a type of line where it's like a one, two, three. Oh, you could fig, uh, figure out like easy. It's just not. Well, whatever. It's still better than uh, the identity line or the perfection line, which are I didn't my say, two. I didn't make those. I didn't make those. No, I, obviously you didn't make those up. I'm just saying I hate both those line names. No, no, no. Those are the Every ones. time I ever hear the perfection line. I'm so glad they're done. I'm glad the identity line's done too. I'm glad because I, I hated hearing that. I hate that almost as much as the pens go horn. Anyway, oh, wow. next, That's next something. Next, next, I can't uh, stand it. Even when it's not in the game, it's just like, just stop. I I think I, we we mentioned this at the end of last episode. I think it's again like Kako seems again. They're five games in a row, so I I don't think. It's fair to like full blown criticize anyone, but I think it's fair to say also that out of all three of the kids, Kako has been the most disappointing. Easily. I mean that line, that line altogether. Just I don't know. They just cycle and cycle. They just don't go to the middle of the ice. It's just no one has that cut to the middle type of. And that, that was the problem with Kako, right? He had that too passive of a game. Like you just want to one time to use those, you know be that puck possession monster and then time it right where you could quickly cut and shoot it right or quickly cut and just pass it to someone in front of the net but it just doesn't it just doesn't seem to be happening again it's what how many games is it now eight games and eight. eight games and wait five games five games in a row right or was it four four in a row four in a row sorry mm -hmm. um four in a row so like yeah give it time I and mean, it's just again eight games but i'm just saying it's it's weird that he's the one I wouldn't suspect that coming into the season. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I, would, I didn't expect it. I also don't think that it's exactly uh, unsurprising to me because this first line for years now has not been able to generate offense. Basically, since Buchnevich has left, they haven't been able to generate offensively five on five. Since they gave away Buchnevich, you mean? What did I say? Since Butchnevich left. Okay, sure, fine. Semantics, yes, fine, yes. Since we we got we got rehashed that gonna, again too. We got to go through the Butchnevich well, again. If you, you're the one that brought it up in the first place. But the reason why is Kako was that puck possession player, right? Kreider doesn't hold the puck more besides in overtime, more than what three seconds. He he's either tipping it in, deflecting it, or it's the only time he actually has it on his stick. More than three seconds is on the rush. Zabanajad yeah. is either one timing that, sniping that, or I just quickly tap passing it. He's not really going to hold on to the puck. So who in the world is holding on to the puck? Who's that play track? Who's that playmaker? And it makes sense. After Butchnevich, you try to bring on a player like Kaka, who's that puck possession monster, right? And listen, you... Mika and Kreider on the rush, I mean, it's crazy to see, but that chemistry is so good on the rush. Arguably, they're one of the best. I, in the league, as insane as it is to say, because there are so many great, so many players that are greater than them, but it's just that chemistry. Like, you don't get that often. But in the zone type stuff, it's just... They're also not very good at, at getting the puck in the zone either. Whether it's carrying it in or if it gets dumped in, like that line, it, it, line one to me is the hallmark of dump and don't chase. That's what they do. They jump, they dump, and then it's like, oh, they're just going to hang back and loosely flail around the stick at the uh, the defenseman before he makes an outlet pass. I mean, even I mean, the last year, though, I, I, they were much better than this, as crazy as to say. They were. They, they well, just got Mika, so Mika, unlucky. Mika, Mika, Mika scored more, that's for sure. No, that, that, that's um, true. But I'm saying that line as a whole, though, they just kept on cycling it. No, no one cut to the middle. And if they were in the middle, they were just so out of place, not the stick wasn't on the ice. It, it was just weird. Again, like, it could be different now in a couple games. They could get in the rhythm. But if we're nitpicking here, that that is probably a line that you want more from. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I said this online as well, that, there's absolutely zero reason to consider line two as anything but line one at oh, this no, point. No, they're line one. They're, they're absolutely, absolutely outclassing them. And that's been a big concern. And that's, you know, a big thing for the Rangers for several years now has been even strength scoring, and it, and it still continues to be. Um, also, kind the of, bust, the bust, by the way, 
beat the player to the ice and has four goals in eight games. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, we already just said the line two is great. I'm just saying the line one is not generating. We're talking about Lafreniere just just for for a sec. No, that's fine. We can talk about Lafreniere. I mean, he's he's playing he's playing great. He's making he's making plays. He looks confident. Um, you can see that Laviolette has clearly been able to get through to him and give him a confidence boost because uh, he's now one of the more noticeable people on the ice. Uh, he's making a lot of plays. And even when he's not making plays, you can see him trying to make plays, which is something we've not seen him do. I mean, for the no, past... He tries to more, he's no longer a passenger. Like, even the basic thing of, like, he comes back to the defensive zone to write, um, not accept a dra- uh, drop pass, but, like, get a quick pass from the defenseman and try to rush in and then get into the zone. You didn't, you didn't see even close to that last year. Where him, him trying to enter the zone and trying to trying to wait for everyone to get set. He didn't do it that much, but we didn't see it once last year. No, no, not at all. And Panarin is actually, you know, like again, he's generating in the middle of the ice. I mean, that line is exactly what you wanted of all of them. I mean, you hope that Hedo could finally start finishing. But I mean, here's the thing. The fact the Rangers are in the Western Canadian trip, road trip, the, the longest road trip of the year. And they're 4-0, and we're sitting here saying this is what they're doing wrong, and this is what they're doing wrong. That's how good this team can be. Their center has only scored one goal in this whole trip, and they're still 4-0. Yeah. Again, very that encouraging. You, that shows you the potential of this team. Oh, absolutely. No, there's zero reason to feel anything but very hyped about this team. Um I think we, we both thought it was going to take a little longer for them to get adjusted to the system. Yeah. Um, it's not. Uh, it's working, too. I mean, if you look at some of the stats around the league for, like, block shots and for, you know, defensive zone time, stuff like that, we're, like, leading the league or near leading the league in a lot of categories. Um, our, our stats are kind of off the charts right now. It's, it I mean, off the charts for us, anyway. Uh, yeah, there, and there's a lot of smaller things, too, that have improved as well, like face-offs. And I know faceoffs aren't the end all be end all, but they still are important to to a point, especially situationally. Known that the Rangers were never good at faceoffs, and then this coaching staff comes in and changes that as well. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So you're seeing them add confidence, install real system. Um, our special teams, I think, is better overall as well, and I can see that he's he's worked on that with them. Player confidence is higher. Team unity seems higher. It's just like this is a guy that has the room, and it's paying off. Um, and so, yeah, there's no reason to be anything but excited right now. Just, you know, obviously things can always be better. So you always look that's for... Like. See, that's a coach. But now after the win, when he's being interviewed by the media, he also explains what they have to do better. Yeah. Like, that's a coach. They don't just like accept, okay, this is a win. Great job. Move on. They don't settle for anything that's right there. They want to improve better, more and more. Right. Yeah. And that's what you want out of a coach. You don't want them just laying back. I can't believe how much my back hurts just trying to sit in a chair right now. So, Honestly, you, you'll 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 get used to it after like three games. After three games, it'll it'll be. Uh, I didn't play for a month. Yeah, and that that was pretty brutal. But yeah, it kind of takes a couple of games, and you're fine. Yeah, well, I'm gonna do some stick time tomorrow. Oh, not tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday, um, and then I play Thursday. So hopefully that's enough recovery time. But I I need to get some time. I need to get some time with the puck on my stick because I I, I got to start scoring goals. Even as a defenseman, I still need to score some. Well, hey, Jack Johnson won a cup, so, you know, anything's possible. I got to think of a better analog for me. Who's who's a guy that's like – I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm blanking on it, but I know there was like that defenseman that wasn't good, but like has a, that has a massive slap shot. Big, big slapper and, and physical. And not great defensively, but maybe not – but not terrible, not a total liability – you know, uh, listeners, if you're if you're still around, if you could think oh, of it, a show def- screaming at, they're for sure screaming it right now. If there is, yeah, if you could think of uh, a defenseman, you know, big defenseman, big shot, physical, yeah, not great, not bad, all, all around. That's that's who I am, and I want to know if you could tweet that at me, Brett AM eighty four. I'd be or or the podcast Ranking Rangers. I'd be I'd be very curious who fits that mold because yeah, I think I think Jack Johnson doesn't quite do it. I think I just like to be self-deprecating, and I was like, oh, I'm probably more like a Jack Johnson, Does Patrick Nemeth. Does have a good slap shot? I don't think so. There's definitely. I, I'm. 
blanking right now, but there's definitely. You know, you know, actually, you know who it really is, is that, I mean, I'm not allowed to actually hit people, but I still get pretty physical anyway. I'm basically Jacob Truba out there, okay? That's really what it is. Like, I play physical, I'm big, I can do it. I have a big shot. I mean, well, my first shot, first shot that I took in the game was a one-timer for the point. Okay. When you download the goal line, he passed it up to me, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to one-timer this. I basically hit him. Like six oh, feet, you're six, six you're feet wide, six feet wide to the right, man. It was terrible. Uh, and then the second, and then he got it back to me again, and then I got it on net. But the first shot, I was like, oh my God, that's embarrassing. That was literally at least six feet wide, right? Uh, which in Buffalo is a, a tricky phrase anyway. But um, yeah, I think Jacob Truba, that's, that's, that's who I am. Um, but I'm not being massively overpaid. So I don't know if, does that still count or? Um... <laughs> Real quick, what, what number are you again? Oh, 13. Oh, 13. Yeah, they, they gave it. They, yeah, yeah they, they they gave me Laffy's number. Yeah, I didn't get to pick it. Just yeah. switch to eight. Why eight? Oh, troops. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh, eight. I don't like that number. No, I'm either eleven or two. Those are my two numbers. Eleven. Why eleven? It's always been my number growing up in hockey. Wait, what did you say the other one was? Two. Oh, because of leech. Exactly. Okay, no, no, that that is understandable. Uh, and if I can't get that, I go with sixty-nine. That, that's what you do if you want. No, number, I don't. I would you never. Want one number. If you want one number, your second option, which they always give you, you put sixty-nine there. They're never going to give it to you. So yeah. But what if they did? Then I I, I could never go we into a game with number sixty-nine. Like I last year. Oh, like, did but we? What if, but what if they did give you that number? I would hate that so much. You just look like such a just doucher. I don't, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So no, I, there's other alternates I would go to. I mean, I go to 23 right now. You know, um, I would rather wear 99 than 69. Wow, no, that that's a that's yeah, no, that's no, that, that's I would right the top. No, 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 but I I'm saying I would I would rather wear 99 than 69 on the ice. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a tough time. I'm not going to lie. Especially because if you're like just like a big lumbering slow defenseman out there wearing 99, no one thinks that you think you're Gretzky like anyway, you know? Okay. So I think I, I think I think that would help my case. What time is it right now? Oh, it's 920. It's too late to. It's too late to what? I was going to do a poll. <laughs> With, which, which is the worst number to play in, in, in <laughs> beer <laughs> hockey? Which is a worse number to have in beer league, ninety nine or sixty nine league in the beer league game? I guarantee people are gonna say ninety nine, and and I get where they're coming from. But to me, like the guys that always did play with number sixty nine, they were always just like that. Just like you know, they're the kind of guys that have like a, a an anime body pillow. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're the kind of guys where you, you go to their apartment and you don't want to touch anything because everything seems a little sticky. Oh and my iffy. gosh! Like you know, they, they're the kind of guys that like that will like fart in a nice restaurant and laugh about it. You know, the kind of guy that thinks like that 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 Miller High Life is actually a really good beer. You know, like that's a step up from like the Natty Light. It's just such a it's such a vibe that I don't want. I would rather people think I was egotistical and elitist than what playing with the number By 69 the way, again, sends I'm off. I'm ahead of you in fantasy points. Again. Barely. Again. And I want this on the podcast. Berkey keeps talking to me. We're, we're three weeks in the season. He doesn't understand how, how bad the team. number one points how, four and I'm 0 and 2. Like, yeah. Explain that to me. Barely. You're you're like one good week and one bad week away from that being what taken are you away. About? I'm, I'm going to beat you now two weeks. Yeah, but you're you're not. But I did. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to be two and one. You're going to be one and you two. You have five hundred two points. I'm not. That's not bad. I'll give you that. It's second, and that's just way past a lot of people. And then I'm five twenty four. Yeah, you had a bunch of Sunday games this week, and I did. Of, of course, Will, when I'm not playing him, is having a bad week with four or four. Yeah. When last week he beat me with what, what five fifteen to like five oh eight. That's how it goes. 
But I want this so on the record on the podcast. You keep telling me about how you have the most points in the league and the most points in the league, and I keep saying four right now. But listeners, he does not want to bet me. I keep saying bet me. Bet me who will end up with more points at the end of this year. I said, you, Berkey, think about, I said you think of a bet. I said well, however, however, however much you want to bet. If you're so confident in your team, you should have no problem throwing down real Why dollars you, on you, this. You wait Tara Vine in. That is so annoying because I believe did he win you that week against me? Like he dominated. He that, was last, great. that last but, game, and then you just wait and then wait then. Well, yeah, because I had better players. Yeah, because like three teams gifted you Travis Sanheim, Jeff Skinner, and what 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 was the third one? Nick Suzuki. Oh gosh. Yeah, didn't you pull your claim for him too? I because I I had a number for another center. <laughs> Uh, I drafted way too many centers. Yeah, I need well. a right winger, and no, I actually need a defenseman. But yeah, I mean, I, I would like one. I mean, I like Teravainen, but sometimes you gotta let good players go. I mean, my team always there's always more people that I want that I can possibly carry, uh, and that's just that's just the fact of the matter. And yeah, you're right when you, when you're picking up guys like uh, like Sandheim and Skinner and Suzuki off the wire, uh, you know, sometimes players like uh, Teravainen have to go, but. Yeah, that's just how that's just how it goes. Well, Jesper Bratt was an incredible draft pick. So, yeah, oh but so I mean, no, play, I, my players are so. I don't, I don't know, I don't know about incredible draft pick because you could have had Debrinket instead of him, and I would definitely rather have Debrinket. But whatever. I mean, he's on Detroit. You're on the Devils. So even if Jesper Bratt isn't doing the greatest, he's probably still farming points because the whole team around him is good. Well, Debrinket, um, he's in Detroit. Oh, they are playing great now, but I don't think that lasts the whole season. Oh, I I don't know about that. I, I I'm not saying they're gonna like necessarily be a playoff team, but they're not a rollover team anymore. Uh, and and if you looked at their lineup before the season, you should know going into it that that was not gonna be a team that was gonna have trouble scoring goals. No, 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 not scoring goals, but I don't care if they win games. Goals. I don't. That doesn't matter. That doesn't impact fantasy. It does, plus minus isn't a category here. It is when you it's have fine. a goalie. I had a I had a goalie Friday night. Well, I, I have Huso on my team. I have a Huso. The ball. Who did I have? I I picked someone up. Who was it? What? Oh, I I was gonna pick up Phoenix Copley, and I didn't realize that he would require one day, and I screwed up that waiver, but it actually worked in my favor. Because Talbot ended up playing because uh, Copley got pulled. So Talbot ended up playing and he played well. So I got like 16 points and Copley was like a minus four in points. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, that worked out really well for me. All right. I think we're probably pushing the limit of uh, listeners' interest in our fantasy league at this point. Yeah, I, I think at this point, like, no, we, we, we don't. We don't care that, Brett. Rigs the league, even though that's you know that's Rigs the league. What absolute absolute lies and lies and slander from a coward that won't bet me. That's all that is. Think of a bet. I'll think of a bet. That's it. A hundred bucks. And and the results are showing otherwise. A hundred. A hundred bucks. The results so far. It's a long season, son, and we're we're three weeks into it, and your team is overperforming. And half your team's going to be on. Barely has been half your half your team. Half, half your team. Yeah, everyone else. Oh, Huberdo actually got a point. That is a miracle. Half your team is going to be on the IR or in hospice Huberdo care. Huberdo didn't have a point for after like the All Star break. That was brutal. Yeah, they've been playing just terrible, terrible, terrible. Well, the, hockey. the Rangers haven't won a game in Calgary since seventeen eighteen season, and then they won this this year. Every I remember every time versus Calgary, just for some reason, it's just. A nightmare to play against them in Calgary. Yep. Not this year. All right. So it, it's just weird because, like, I, I know, again, like, we're explaining what's wrong with the first line, the third line with Wheeler, the fourth line. But, again, they're still winning games, and the coach has acknowledged what has to get better. So it's not like this is bound to come crashing down. No, I think this team is is, is, is cooking and is going to be good. And even if we fall into a little schneid where we, like, we drop a few games and – and whatnot. I, I, I think... don't you know? You lose one game, it's over. Season is over. That's it. Pack your bags. Go home. 
I mean, that is the way some fans react. And I'm like, do you ever watch, like, the President's Trophy winning teams? You, you know? don't want to be the President's Trophy winning team. Well, I not only just – I mean, I'm not talking about any any oh. any any curse of that. I, I just mean that even even the best teams will get sometimes absolutely boat raced by teams that you think would be, a you know – an absolute, you know, you know, run out the stadium sort of thing, but that's just not how it is. Like hockey, the parity is really close, and sometimes even really great teams play really bad games. So um, everyone needs to calm down that. But no, I, I just the overall play and and I I think the identity of this team is just so strong right now that like I just think we're gonna cruise into playoffs and then see what happens, you know. And I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna be a, a if an exciting Nico season. If Nico could get going, I mean, oh my god, that, then it's then we're cooking. Well, Mika is gonna get going. Whether well, Hito, yeah, he, he kind of he got a he broke through now. Uh, hopefully that continues. But Hito Hito's got to get that first one. Yeah, but I mean, like Zibby is going to score a lot sure. of goals. He, like, this isn't an unknown thing that he has like a streak of games where he just doesn't score, but then he gets back to it and. You know, at the end of the day, like he ends up getting 35 goals. Also, it, it kind of seems like he usually starts a little slow to begin with, too, and he seems to heat up as he as he. Yeah, that's on. how it works. That, that's always, he had like the last year had a goal versus Tampa, but no, like he in the beginning he do, it does take him a bit to get going. Yeah, like like that's the thing. Like from last year's playoffs, like the thing was is Panarin has to start generating from in between the red circles, and Sabanajan has to start you know skating and shooting, not standing still then shooting. Why are we ta- why are we talking about this like an hour into the podcast after we did fifteen minutes on our fantasy league? This is the dumbest time to have this conversation. Conversation? I no, I think you did because you started talking smack. No, I don't know if I because you just can't because you're you just the league, but you just you just can't you just can't control. <laughs> you just can't control yourself. All right, uh, yeah, we'll we'll we'll. Talk anyway, I mean, considering right. yeah, considering that it's four games in a row and their sentence haven't been producing yet, I think. That's more of a positive than a negative. Yes, there's still room for this team. As good as we've been playing and the res- as good results that we've been getting, there is still room for this team to be playing at an even better level. Um, that isn't just wishful thinking. That's very logical to think will happen. All right. Anyway, um, I think we're going to wrap it off here because I'm pretty sure Brett is murdering something with his pen. By the looks yep. of it. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to yeah. wrap it up here. Uh, thank you to the listeners, and we will see you next time.